Welcome to Breakthrough Millionaire, building wealth from the inside out. My name is Michael Kwan, along with my co-host, Marlon Smith. We're coming at you live from San Diego, California, and Charlotte, North Carolina. This is episode number 18. Belief. Taking ownership of your greatness. Welcome to Breakthrough Millionaire. I'm Marlon Smith with my co-host Michael Kwan and we're coming to you live from the United States. We got both coasts covered. I'm in North Carolina, the East Coast, and Michael's in San Diego, the left coast, which is also known as the West Coast. So listen, we're very grateful because as you know, this is a three-part series. Uh, Last week, we spoke about belief, the truth. And today, we're talking about belief, take ownership. And in our third part of the series, we'll be talking about belief, claim responsibility. And so very excited to share this because again, the mindset, your thoughts, they really manifest your reality. And so welcome, Michael. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing fantastic, Marlon. How are you today? It's, it's Man, I- you know, in San Diego, we got a little rain, so it's not all sunshine all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, Michael likes to rub it in, family. He likes to rub it in, boy. But it's all good because, hey, I got the sunshine shining through my heart. Come on, somebody, okay? <laughs> Rain, sleet, or snow, the sun is (laughs) shining in my heart. And so, you know, Michael, man, this is really great because, again, you know, belief and, you know, we want to really get down to, you know, the nitty gritty. Right now in our world, you know, things are being challenged, right? You know, and I think you said last uh, episode that change is the one constant and it's so real, right? I mean, it is a constant that, you know, it's always going to be. However, you know, we may know that on a very uh, intellectual level, but then when you experience change, oh my goodness, <laughs> when things can go, you know, like what, right? And so, you know, one of the things I wanted to just open up and I, for all of our listeners, you know, listen, we, we understand that, yeah, this is really forcing us to look at things a little different. Uh, I know Michael's kids, my kids, you know, they're out of school, um, you know, and so we're readjusting, you know, meetings are being canceled. Restaurants here in North Carolina, basically they said, um, the governor said that uh, restaurants cannot uh, uh, serve people in their restaurants, right? And uh, so you can do uh, delivery or pick up, carry out, uh, and even in the fast food, you know, still you cannot sit and eat. You have to go through the drive-through. So it's really changing things. And you know, even for myself as a professional keynote speaker, you know, I've spoken in 45 states, 18 countries. Oh my goodness! I mean, there's events that are being postponed, rescheduled, right? And we're not sure how long this is going to last. So change is real. And so I just wanted to really, you know, open it up from that standpoint that we get it. You know, this is really uh, flipping some things upside down. However, however, it does not matter what happens on the outside. What matters is really what happens on the inside. And so I just wanted to start off by just saying that, you know, I can relate 
Uh, I'm in there, you know, I'm looking at things, things that, you know, uh, quote unquote, were uh, 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 certain are no longer certain. And so this is what it is. So what about you, Michael? I mean, what are you feeling, man, as we're talking about the changes in the world? You know, what, how are you dealing with it? Yeah, no, that's, that's, a, that's a fantastic question, Marlon. And there's definitely tons of uncertainty. And for those of you that haven't listened, we actually did an episode last week on uncertainty. So go back and listen to that if you haven't. And we really talk about some strategies to really center yourself so that you can move within that space. And we also talked about seasons of life, right? So right now, big shift came and winter came early. <laughs> so everyone's scrambling to put their acorns into their trees at the moment and, uh, and hunker down to a certain extent. And, and, you know, we're no different. And I really feel for a lot of you, I know a lot of you have been affected much more than even I am at the moment than Marlon is. And what I want you to realize, though, is that when we're talking about belief and taking ownership, right, okay. some of that is I think having some faith, right? And whether or not you believe in God or not, the faith to know that things are going to be okay, regardless. I mean, if you really think about it, obviously we're in a situation that's not ideal, something that we're not really comfortable with. But at the end of the day, isn't it true that you're going to be able to survive, that you're going to be able to feed your children and your family? And if you are not able to, isn't it true that there's resources in our country, in other countries, that you can go out and get assistance and help. Yeah. And sometimes all, all it takes is asking. And so I think, again, what Marlon's really saying about, you know, the change that's occurring around us is change. We can't control that. Right. But what we can control is our perspective Ooh. and our belief about how we can react to this moment. And wow. a lot of that starts again with mindset, right? And we always talk about the mindset and we talk about the belief. And today we're going to talk a lot about ownership. Hmm. And so with the Breakthrough Millionaire, you know, what are you going to do in this situation? This is a temporary time and moment in time. And the people I think, I want you to realize that, you know, this time of uncertainty will sure. not last. But the people that are you know, that are persistent will last and they'll, they'll get past this and you will last, you'll get past this. And I know a lot of you listening to this are going to thrive. This is actually going to be your catalyst of making 2020 your best year. You may not be able to see it right now, Yes. but I guarantee you within a few years, within a year or two, you look back and you're like, wow, this event shifted everything yes. and it forced me to get out of my comfort zone in a way that maybe I wouldn't have done so otherwise on my own. And here I am making shifts in my life. I'm getting to be more present with my family. I'm getting to make more intentional choices. I get a free reset because no one's going to fire you for not coming to work right now. <laughs> and so, you know, it's, it's really interesting, I think, the time that we're in. And, you know, what do you think, Marlon? I mean, you know, for you, you're being affected, obviously, like you said, postponing some of the events, and this is coming home directly to you and affecting right. your family. Um, but, but how are you mitigating? How, how are your beliefs getting you through this moment in time? Wow, Michael, thank you so much. And, and again, for our listeners, you know, Michael's really hit something that's very, very, very key is changes all around this and time. It's your perception. You know, that's what Michael said, your perspective, your perception, what you focus on becomes your reality. And so I took it upon myself. Let me share with you. I mean, and again, Michael, I really love what you said about 2020, 
this being a phenomenal year. And, and sometimes things have to be, let's, let's be honest, sometimes we can become casual, right? And comfortable. And then really we can become a casualty, right? Because sometimes we're just going through the motions. We're not really pressing forward. You know, I got to be honest with you. I get comfortable, right? Yeah, I've got my, you know, my same old, same old, right? And, and, and now this is kind of uh, jolted, you know, this is uh, turned some things upside down. And so the blessing in this is that, man, I, I'm really doing a lot of inner reflecting. I mean, I've, I've grown, um, you know, since, you know, my kids, you know, having to be out of school, right? You know, meetings were canceled. I had to readjust, you know, so on and so forth. And at the same time, I've had some really uh, phenomenal epiphanies. And one in particular was I actually had my children, we created a, uh, you know, they're always asking, Daddy, I want, I want to buy this. I want to buy that. I said, okay, well, you have to earn it. Okay, I think I, I got that, Michael, from one of our previous, uh, you know, uh, Breakthrough Millionaire. Uh, I forgot the gentleman's name. Uh, you know who I'm talking uh, Dustin. about. Dustin? Yep. Yeah, Dustin. I mean, phenomenal guy. I think he's got, what, three or four kids? Yeah, four and, kids. You know, four kids, man. And, and this guy just really, you know, he just opened me up to, man, about the family. And so if you haven't listened to that episode, please go back because that was really phenomenal. He, he inspired me. And so I created this um, daily accountability form and, and basically where my young people, my children, um, you know, they, you know, it goes uh, Monday through Sunday on the, uh, you know, the X axis or the horizontal axis. And then along the left column, um, you know, there's 17 different things that they need to do. Okay. Um, you know, from uh, be nice to one another, right? Uh, show respect, love to dad. Um, uh, you know, one is we do a Bible study now, right? We had never really, you know, listed that as an action item. They write on their blessings board. Um, they have to read. Uh, they have uh, 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 time for mindfulness. I mean, you know, just really some really cool things. And then, of course, you know, keep the kitchen clean, keep their bathroom clean, keep their room clean, vacuum, blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to tell you, man, it has really been a phenomenal thing. Um, you know, last night we read two uh, chapters of a book called uh, Prayer of Jabez um, by Bruce Wilkinson, Dr. Bruce Wilkinson. And we counted that as the Bible study time. And, you know, it was just really wonderful, man. So what I'm saying is that I just choose to believe in my, my mantra, my belief, my inner core is that all things work for the good. All right. All things work for the good. Everything that happens to me, there's a reason. And I just even when I don't see it. Right. I don't feel it. I just say, you know, this too shall pass. Right. When I'm going through some hard times and I and I'm just doing my best to condition myself so that boom, booyah, I will get through this and I will grow. You know, one of the things that uh, here's a here's a analogy, a metaphor. Life is like an emotional roller coaster. You know, sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. You know, and but here's the thing, listeners, it's when you go through those low points, that's when you grow the most. That's when you really grow the most. Uh, you know, we've all right. I mean, let's be honest, when things are going great, you know, we're like, woohoo, celebration. <laughs> but it's when you're going through something, that's when you have to go within, right? You're forced to go within. And so I love what you said, Michael. I believe for many people, if you have the right mindset, if you have the right beliefs, this will be. 2020 will be an epic year, a year of transformation, a, a year of empowerment, a year of really something that you've never experienced before. 
Because yes, we are being, from outside factors, external forces, things are changing. And so now you get the opportunity to go within and say to yourself, okay, how do I make the most of this opportunity? So I really love what you said about, you know, 2020 being epic and being phenomenal because it is a choice. But, you know, with that, Michael, let's talk about beliefs. And we're talking about taking ownership. So we've already said, okay, boom, you got to take ownership. You got to say, you know what? I'm taking ownership for my reality, for my experience, right? Uh, and, and so with that, you know, money, okay, you know, breakthrough millionaire, money. It, 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 sometimes you can feel like it comes, it goes. It, some people look at money as, you know, uh, a gift. Some people look at money as a struggle. Some people look at money as sand, just, you know, like, you know, evaporating, you know, through your fingers, right? Some people look at money as a blessing. You know, uh, some look at money as a vehicle, right? To, to, you know, to bless others, to, you know, to operate. So, Michael, what is your core belief about money? I mean, you're very successful. Uh, you know, I, I look at you as somebody who has balance. But what is your core belief? What is your core belief about money? That's a, that's a great question, Marlon. And maybe I could answer this question better with a story um, mm. <clears throat> about kind of actually what we've been talking about, how a specific instance in time changed everything. And it was an instant in time that was very chaotic. So let me take you back just a couple, a few years, when I was 23 <laughs> years old. <laughs> this is, by the way, this is like 20 years back now. <laughs> right. When I was just 23 years old, my life took a totally unexpected tangent. So I just come back from my lunch break and this was my first job ever. I was working in IT systems and my boss pulled me into his office and he abruptly said, hey, you know what, come in here into my office. And I was like, oh, what, what's going on? And he's like, so I was like, am I in trouble? I'm like, I didn't do anything. I just went to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> but he pulled me in the office. I'm like, what? This is long, not normal. This is not it was normal. a long lunch, Michael. It was a long yeah, lunch. I, know, I, know. <laughs> I was probably enjoying something pretty tasty. But, <laughs> <laughs> but he pulls me in and he's like, you know what, Michael? We have to do some things this afternoon that we're not going to like, but it has to be done. And you have to realize that it's not personal, but it is protocol. We're laying off about 40 people from the company today. And as IT administrators, it's our job to lock them out of their accounts. And so I'm like, oh, man, this is new. I've never experienced this before. This doesn't wow. sound too good. And so he promptly whips out a yellow piece of paper with 20 names on it. And my heart just like totally sank because I knew all of these names. Wow. They were my coworkers. They were my friends. And, you know, one name stood out from the rest of them. It was my good friend, Tony. And he had befriended me, like, you know, the initial day that we had arrived, that I had arrived at the office. And he took me around, showed me around, wow. took me out to lunch, said, hey, this is this department. These are these people that you need to know. Fantastic guy. And he had just had his first child recently, and he had just bought his first house, like, a few months ago. Jeez. And I saw his name on the list. I'm like, oh, my goodness. You know, what, what is he going to do? And so, you know, I went back to my office, 4 p.m. 4 PM rolled around, and then my phone started to ring, and it was my boss. He's like, all right, they're going in now. So we sat down at the computer, and we started locking down accounts. And I just put my head down and started to work, and I felt terrible. I mean, I was literally, I felt like a traitor stabbing my friends in the back. Um, and I felt, you know, it probably took me like five to ten minutes to do all these accounts or whatnot but it felt like an hour. 
So 20 minutes later, I look up from my office and I can see like Jenny and Cindy and Tony slowly returning to their offices. And, you know, if any of you have ever been laid off, you can know what that feeling is. This sheer feeling of just devastation, shock. You're kind of dazed. And so I could clearly see Tony's eyes. It was just like this drawn expression of sullen, you know, defeat almost. Just like, you know, what just happened? And I was just like, man, like, you know, I just feel so bad for Tony. So I see him, he proceeds to try to log into his computer. And of course he can't log in because I just locked him out of his computer. Right. And, you know, defeated, he's just like, whatever. And I see him get a banker's box. He starts putting in, you know, all of his stuff from his desk. I see him take his picture frame with his family, put it in the box. And then 15 minutes later, he comes up and slowly heads over to my way. And he's like, you know, hey, man, I'm, I'm sorry to say that this is my last day here. Uh, you know, I just wanted to say goodbye. And, and I just said, uh, I'm so sorry to hear that, man. It's been fun working with you. And it was really awkward because I, I didn't know what to say. Mm. And, you know, in my mind, I was just like, I, I don't know what to say. I did, and, and later on, I felt terrible that I didn't say more and say, you know, be more empathetic at that moment. Sure. But, you know, the intention was still there regardless. And, and we parted. And so that night, you know, I'm just laying in bed and I'm just like, you know, all these ideas are spinning in my head. And I'm like looking at the clock. It's 3 a.m. at this point. Mm. And things are totally different because usually when I go to bed, I fall asleep. I, my head hits the pillow and I'm out. But my mind was racing. I was sweating bullets about what if, what if it wasn't Tony on that list? What if it was me? You know, how would I support myself? How would I marry mm. my girlfriend? my wife now to start that family that we just talked about, what would my parents say? And would I be a failure? Mm. So what I really want you guys to hear in this is that some of you guys are going through this moment specifically right now. Mm. Your jobs have evaporated. You don't know if you're going to get the paycheck in a month or two months. And you're asking yourself, am I a failure? Fear is eating you guys alive. Fear is eating me alive. And so, you know, after I hunkered down for a week, it came again, the next list of layoffs. So first and foremost, I looked at the list. I'm like, is my, is my name on this? Right. No, thank, thankfully, you know, my heart was beating really, really loud in my head. It wasn't on there. I had dodged another round of layoffs. And in that instance, I heard this tiny voice in my head. Hmm. And it was actually the voice of Tony Robbins because I had read his book, Unlimited Power. And what he written in this book that I'd read literally four or five years ago? He said, it's in your moments of decision when your destiny is created. Woo! And I was like, wow, you know, this is a really terrible time. Right. But what am I going to do with this? What's my belief about myself? What's my belief about this situation? And so that day I made one of the most important decisions in my life. I stopped and I said, you know what? I'm not going to let fear control me. I'm not going to just sit here and allow external changes to affect my life. And so I called in a couple of my friends into my office and I asked them a critical question. I said, Mike, Brett, do you guys want to see who's on the next round of layoffs? And they're like, no, we don't. And I said, well, screw it. Then let's do something about it. Let's start our own company and forge our own path. Mm. And they said, let's do it. And it was in that small, tiny moment, that small little decision that a seed was born. And from the seed, an idea sprouted to create our own IT support company. 
Wow. We had no clue what we were doing, by the way. We had no, no concept of what a business, you know, what it took to build a business or start one up. But it didn't matter. We, we did it anyways. And so we scraped together $2,000 a piece. We didn't have any clients. We didn't have any knowledge of accounting or any of this. And by the way, we were starting in the deepest economic recession of the time. This was wow. right after 9-11. So by any reasonable measure, you know, we were destined to fail. But here's the thing. We believed that we could do it and we put our heads down and we just got to work. We spoke to people around us, friends, family, colleagues, and slowly but surely, we began getting clients. And what I want you to also listen to in this message is that in times of turmoil, asking people and reaching out, people are willing to help you. They're like, oh, you're starting a new business? You know, how can I help? Oh, you know, maybe this person can, can use some IT support. You know, my company, you know, maybe, maybe right, through right now, but, you know, I know this other guy and he'll help you out and maybe you can talk to him. And so we literally started getting our first couple of clients here and there and it got us off to the races. Lo and behold, two months later, the company that we were working with prior decided that they weren't able to service the existing clients anymore. And they actually ended up giving us those clients to us. And so from that point, we started to flourish and, you know, we ended up being able to double, not double, but we were already beyond our previous incomes, Mm. like within a year. Wow. And we ended up investing and buying a couple other smaller companies and buying their book of business. And so over the next 10 years, you know, we were named one of San Diego's fastest growing business three, three years in a row. Um, and what started out as a slow motion disaster turned out to be one of the biggest blessings in my life. And wow. it's what allows me today to have that certainty, mm. that belief that no matter what happens, no matter how things, how dire things look and how chaotic things get, I have that belief now. And I want you guys to have that belief that you're going to be taken care of. Mm. And, you know, I, I personally believe that, you know, it was God taking care of me and that I had some business that I had, I needed this in my life because I was a little too comfortable before I was kind of in that career path. I was, you know, making decent money. I always wanted to, you know, start my own business, but I didn't really have that drive, that catalyst to force me into that. And so in one of the biggest, what at the time seemed like disasters was the best year of my life at that point. And it was pivotal. And, and so I, I think, you know, from that, that belief stacked on other beliefs. I'm like, wow, if I can do this, what else can I do? And in the process, I started reading more. I started listening to people like Jim Rohn, Dale Carnegie. I started reading biographies about Thomas Edison and countless of others that inf- have influenced me over the years and really gave me beliefs, additional beliefs about money, that money can be a tool. Money can be a tool to expand, to grow to help my family, to help other people. And ultimately it gave me the ability to retire from a traditional nine to five career path that I'm so blessed, you know, to be able to have done because now I get to spend my time with my kids. Um, and again, you know, all of this kind of comes back to belief, right? We're talking about taking ownership. Right. And I want you guys to hear that again, the noise, we're going to have different levels of noise in our life throughout time but you will get through this. You will persist and you will be better for this. And so that's, 
a little bit of a long-winded way to answer your question, Marlon, but that's yeah. really kind of my core beliefs about money is that it's a tool that I can use to expand myself, to expand others, mm. to give more of myself. And um, it's something that you shouldn't fear. It's something that, um, that you have to sometimes look at it in a non-traditional sense and get beyond the noise. And, and it ultimately, it's, it's a blessing. And, and again, Breakthrough Millionaire, this is why we're here. This is what we're here to do is to allow you to have that blessing as well, to give you another perspective that you may not have heard before to mm. challenge your beliefs and inspire your beliefs so that you can solidify your own and move past into your own path and destiny that God has intended for you. Wow. Thank you, Michael. I mean, that's huge, man. And as I was listening to you, I mean, I, I got very inspired because, you know, really everyone has a story. And I think when when situations come it's really an opportunity to show the greatness within you you know that is really when you think about it you know for our listeners that uh you know play sports or exercise or you know go to the gym lift weights you know that first rep repetition right that first rep you know you're lifting weights you know the first one oh it's pretty easy but get to 9, 10, 11, 12, man, you, your, your, your muscles are burning. And it's in that moment, in that moment, when you either step up and you push or you step back and you say, I'm out. And again, it's, it's in those critical moments. I love what Michael said. It's in your moments of decisions that your destiny is defined, right? He read that in Tony Robbins' book and that gave him... The anchor, I mean, you heard him say 23, didn't know how he's going to do it, but he called some of his friends and say, hey, look, you know, you know, layoffs, you know, I, you know, this is just not comfortable. We, we have the power to do something different. And so for our listeners, you know, when you think about it, you have to take that ownership and say, you know what, the power is within, the power is within, because I have the opportunity to make a choice. Can, I have an opportunity to make a choice. And that for me is amazing because even when your back's up against the wall, you know, that's an opportunity for you to say, okay, I got to get creative. You know, right now as I, you know, I was very transparent. Wow. I have <laughs> speaking engagements that, you know, are not happening. Right. You know, and, and, you know, there was income to come from those speaking engagements. So now I have to be more creative. I've got to say, okay, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to cry. Okay, but now I got to say, okay, let's get busy. What else can I do? What else can I do to serve, to give, and yet, you know, and be blessed, you know, uh, with income, right? What can I do? So, okay, boom. Okay, let's look at online. What can we do more online? Because, I mean, we're talking about people can't gather, right? I mean, that's what I do, right? I mean, as a speaker, professional speaker, that's what I do. So now, you know, events are being canceled. You know, I was, I was due to go uh, to the Caribbean. That's been canceled. I mean, what? You know, and so it's one of those things where, okay, all right, game on, game on. And, 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 and with the uncertainty, you know, we're trying to, we're kind of getting ahead, you know, because, you know, Michael started his entrepreneurial, you know, his business, right? One of the fastest growing, you know, companies in San Diego. But what I want to say to you is that for those that are listening, Listen, when you look at the needs, the uncertainty, there's anxiety, there's, you know, some fear amongst people. And if you can now come up with a solution to help people, 
that is a business. That's a business opportunity. So, you know, where, where, where you're listening, just think about the people, you know, that you're seeing. And, and then, you know, I would say get your journal, your breakthrough millionaire notebook and write down, okay, what, what are some solutions? What are some things we could do to help alleviate? This is, it's in, isn't there a Chinese proverb, Michael, that says basically like where there's crisis, there's also opportunity, you know? And, you know, I think of like uh, the number eight, right? Or you turn that upside on its side, it's like the infinity, right? It's an infinity symbol. So basically, look, crisis and opportunity, it's just, you know, two uh, ends of the spectrum, right? When there's crisis, right, there's also opportunity, right? And so I believe, that's, I tell you, it keeps on going back to me what Michael said, man, 2020 is, is, is phenomenal. I think, I think, yeah, this is an opportunity for us to, 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 to elevate to raise the roof, to go higher than ever before, right? And, and, and you know, getting outside our comfort zone. If you hear Michael, one of the common uh, denominators is that, boom, outside your comfort zone, right? And so I want you to understand, when we talk about your belief about money, he also mentioned it's a tool. And the beautiful thing about that is, yo, it's a tool. It comes and goes, right? You know, you receive, you give, it, it's, this, it's this dance. And if, if we have to look at it from that perspective. I understand, ladies and gentlemen, look, I've got bills too. I understand. You're like, Marlon, how am I going to make it? You know? And, and again, Michael said, you know, man, we, you know, our heart goes out. But listen, you know, send us an email. If you want us to talk, you know, we can do a one-on-one -on -one with you. Because again, that's, we're here to serve. All right? And the thing is, is that I want you to understand is that, listen, uh, as my friend said, it ain't over until the fat lady sings. Now, I don't know who the fat lady is, but that's how I, you know, I grew up, you know, you know, watching football and basketball. They used to say it's never over until the fat lady sings. But my point is that it's not over until you say it's over, okay? And so it's time, I mean, I'm talking to myself right now. It is time for each one of us to say, you know what, let's get busy. Yes, I get it. I know this is uncomfortable, but look, feel the pain and do it anyways. Feel the fear and do it anyways. Feel the anxiety and do it anyways, because it's in that moment, you have a choice. Yeah, you can, you can tap out and say, yo, I give up, throw my hands up, woe is me, I'm a victim. Or you can say, yo, I'm a victor. This too shall pass, I will find a way. I will make a way, I will create a way. And that's what we're talking about. So that is so beautiful what Michael has shared. And we're talking about money and the beliefs that you have, but it goes again, the core. So, Michael, you know, you had that example, you read books, you know, and, and you know, you listen to audios. I got that, you know, Dale Carnegie and, and, and Roan, you know, Jim Roan and others. And when it comes to how did you learn about money, you know, and, and, and you know, and has it been an evolution? I mean, you know, when you were a teenager, it might have had a different perspective than in your 20s, than in your 40s. So let's, can you walk us through for our listeners? Because again, we all are being influenced. You know, one of my movies that I talked about before was The Matrix, right? So we're all being conditioned, right? I mean, and as Michael said, you know, the reason why we came up with Breakthrough Millionaire is just to give you another perspective. Because I think there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of, you know, just noise out here, you know? Oh, you got to be this way. You got to be successful. You got to be that. You know, yeah. There's a lot of noise. And so we just wanted to be another alternative, which we believe Breakthrough Millionaire, it comes from within. So, Michael, talk to us about how did you learn about money? What are your, you know, the beliefs? And, and, and did you have to change some of your 
initial beliefs, your beliefs when you were younger, to serve you now? Yeah, that's a great question, Marlon. And it's interesting. When I was growing up, I had two different influences with money. So on one hand, I had my mom who loved to spend freely. <laughs> and then on the other hand, I had my dad who liked to save aggressively. And so it was interesting watching this dichotomy and ultimately for myself, taking, picking and choosing different elements of each. Mm. And, you know, when you're young, you don't really consciously choose your beliefs about money. You kind of just see and emulate to a certain extent what's going around in your world. So a lot of times it depends on the environment that you're brought up in, your parents or whoever you're living with, and the environment that you're a part of. Mm. I think significant influences your beliefs about money. And so, you know, I think it was a blessing that I had these two different perspectives. But ultimately, the nice thing about that was it gave me a choice. I had to choose, you know, which one is the better one. Sure. And so even to this day, you know, there's certain things that I, that I spend freely upon, <laughs> certain tech, as you can see my iPhone 11. <laughs> right. Um, but then there's other things that I'm very conservative with in terms of saving money and being conservative with some of the investments so that I can make sure that during rainy days or emergencies like such we're in, that I have enough that I know I'm going to be okay. Mm. And what I think is important for our listeners is to realize that, you know, whatever your beliefs are about money, as you get older, you get to a certain point and, and what Marlon said was your beliefs evolve. So never think that you're stuck or you have to keep the beliefs that you've had over time, but you get to make the conscious choice now that you're an adult of what you'd like your beliefs to be. And when mm. you're able to have clarity about what your beliefs are even, you know, which ones are even there. And that's what I do with my clients. A lot of times when I first work with my clients, we're talking about what do you even believe about money? And everyone is vastly different. Wow. And it's very interesting because again, it comes down to how money has been, you know, around you in your specific, in your specific circumstances. And sometimes it gets very emotional. There's very emotional ties to money sometimes. And I get that. And so the point being is that we're all different, right? Right. We all have our beliefs and we all have different ways that we interpret money, how money should function in our life. But what I want you to understand is that once you identify them, once you have clarity on what those beliefs are, you can actually label them. Okay, this, this belief about money is empowering or this belief about money is disempowering. And you get to consciously decide if this belief that's disempowering is there, how can I work to remove that? And so I will tell you that, you know, some of the beliefs that I had before, like spending money freely, there was a point in my time where I was leaning more towards just spending all my money and not investing and just, you know, having fun. Once I realized that that was a belief that I had and I wanted to change it, the way that I changed it was I got into groups that were more investor-minded. So I got in masterminds. I talked to different people. Of course, I read tons of books. I got influenced by people like Robert Kiyosaki, I think does a great job with just his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Poor Dad, about sharing how 
rich people think about their money differently. Mm-hmm. And then realizing that, well, I can adopt this belief as well. And once I adopt that belief, what are my actions going to look like after that? And so, you know, there's lots of different ways that you can do that. And I'd love Marlon to kind of share some of his because I'm sure his path was different. Um, you know, but for me, it was getting in proximity to people that had done things differently. I've, I've spoken before. I've had some uncles that have done very well for themselves. So I put my proximity um, closer to them, asked them how they did it. And they said, mm-hmm. you know, we did it through real estate. Um, they gave me some details, maybe not as many details as I wanted, but it got me launched in the right path so that I could seek further. And then I dug deeper. I studied more. Um, so you kind of really have to figure out what works, I think, for yourself. Right. And, <clears throat> but the key note that I really want to kind of put out there is that you get to make a choice. And once you realize what those underlying beliefs are, you get to shift them. And I will tell you, if you hold on to the more empowering beliefs about money, it will change everything. We talk about that mindset because the beliefs, again, are what create the actions that you do on a daily basis. And those actions are ultimately what lead to the results that you have in life, whether it's money, uh, you know, health, relationships, it's the same thing with money. So, um, but I, Marlon, you know, for yourself, I'm interested, you know, for you, what was your evolution of money and how did you adopt your beliefs in money? And, you know, where are they today? And, you know, who influenced you on your path and your journey? I think really, Michael, and thank you for sharing. Uh, you know, I can see what you're saying, you know, like, uh, you know, your mom and your dad, you know, just the differences and whatnot. Uh, I, I really think, you know, as I look back, I think it was my dad, seeing the sacrifices that he made, uh, you know, I think I really have a lot of my dad in me. Uh, you know, my dad worked for the uh, Veterans Administration. Um, he would always brown bag his lunch. Uh, he never drove a very fancy car. Um, you know, one of the things that, I, you know, I just recall is, you know, really, really him putting his family first, you know, my, my brothers and I, you know, he had four boys and, um, you know, but at the same time, I felt, I think I kind of got where, you know, money was a little bit of a struggle, you know, um, just really, you know, I, I do remember some arguments at the kitchen table about money. Um, and I think in a way that I, I kind of came from a little bit of a scarcity mindset uh, and how, you know, man, you know, it's not going to be here. And then, you know, then I get paid, right. I get my own job and, 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 uh, luckily, I, I went to a seminar and they talked about the uh, rule of 72. Mm. And man, that just clicked for me. That clicked for me. And, um, you know, I said, okay, I'm just going to save, you know. And, and, you know, I really amassed, you know, and, uh, you know, some, uh, you know, wealth, if you would. Um, and then, you know, you know, stock market, you know, did what it did. And, and I, you know, I lost, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. And then there was a little bit more like, ah, you know, fear, right. You know, just being very transparent. And, but you know, what I really believe my belief now is that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm blessed and, you know, cause you know, we, you know, we can all hear these, you know, different sayings, you know, money don't grow on trees. Right. You know, 
uh, eat all your food because there's people over in, you know, India or Africa that are starving, you know? So, I mean, I don't know for our listeners, but I, I remember some of those things, you know, were kind of instilled within me. And so now, as you said, Michael, you know, we have the opportunity to choose. However, that choice is not always that easy. You know, I think it really comes down because, you know, we can say, oh, yeah, you know, choose, you know, uh, happy thoughts. Right. You know, but it's not, you know, because on a subconscious level, you know, we this is years of conditioning. OK. And so, you know, just keeping it real. I think one of the things that we have to do is like, you know, this weekend I've, uh, you know, made it a point and I, you know, I'm not sure when you're listening, but for this particular weekend, I've made it a point that. I'm just going to really be intentional, um, you know, like fasting and praying and, and just really, you know, um, going within, you know, that's my, that's my way. Right. I know everyone's got their own style, but really getting into a place of centeredness so that I can get some downloads, you know, because now my belief about money, you talk about the choice, you know, is that I'm co-creating with God. You know, and, and I know, and, and, you know, I know that I know that I'm very blessed. You know, I, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I think that's my core belief, but I've taken some punches. I have taken some punches, right. You know, um, and so now just reclaiming the belief that, as you mentioned, Michael, that's empowering because yes, I can focus on things that are disempowering and that become my reality or I can focus on some other things that are more empowering, right? And that become my reality. So the, again, the belief, the battleground in your mind, it's really comes down to, you know, what are you going to focus on? And so for our listeners, you know, I get it. You've been conditioned. You've had people speak death into you, right? You know, I, I mean, a lot of our listeners, you know, it could be uh, parents, it could be siblings, it could be friends, Right. And, and sometimes, you know, and Michael, one of the things I heard what Michael said was he sought after other groups. You know, he talked about mastermind. And so, you know, sometimes, you know, some of our friends are, are it's almost like the blind leading the blind, you know, and you have to really say to yourself, wow, because Les Brown always says, you know, you're the sum uh, average of your five closest friends. So if you got five, you know, quote unquote, broke friends, right, more than likely, you're going to be broke too. And so that proximity, that's what Michael said, that's a you know, big word, but basically a word that says, you know, basically, who's in, who, who are you close to? Who, 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 who do you respect? Who's in your ear? Right? Because as you know, birds of a feather flock together. And so the thing is about taking ownership, now, we're going back to belief and taking ownership, it's about you saying to yourself, you know what, okay, it, it, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. And that's why Michael, he started off the, this episode with, man, 2020, it's going to be a great year because things are going to be, you know, you're flipped upside down. You've got to create something. Now, again, you can tap out. You can tap out and say, yo, I'm out. And, you know, and be the woe is me. I'm a victim. You, you, that's a choice. Or you can say, you know what? I'm going to go within. I'm going to, you know, do things different. This will not crush me, right? This is my, this is my moment where I show what I'm worth. And you have that mindset like, yo, okay, let's, let's bring it on. Let's do this thing. 
And so that to me is a belief that, because really money to me is just a manifestation of your belief, right? You know, I know some people saw the movie or the documentary called The Secret or read the book, right? And you know, it's just the law of attraction, right? But you know, again, you know, you got to do work too. You know, you can't just sit up and be like, okay, I believe, I believe, I believe, right? But you, you know, I believe, you know, as, as in the Bible, it says faith without works is dead. So you can have the faith, but then that faith should translate into work, into action, where you take action, you apply, you take the steps. So having said that, to me, I think that what's really exciting is when you just are like, yo, let's get this on. Like for me personally, with, you know, you know, the stock market, you know, boom, boom. I think it's an opportunity, man, to really, you know, help people uh, as far as, you know, peace of mind and financial security, right? Because, you know, things have been turned upside down and this is where we can educate more people. And that's why, again, for our Breakthrough Millionaire, please invite your family, your friends to check us out, right? Because again, what you focus on becomes your reality. And so for me personally, you know, yeah, I've had some, 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 as, as I mentioned, my dad, you know, my mom was very loving. Um, you know, my mom, you know, bless, you know, I mean, we're all, you know, my mama's, mama's boys, right? Um, my brothers and I. And at the same time, I realized looking back, man, you know, I had some uh, friends that, you know, it was all about what you wear, what kind of car you drive, right? And it wasn't until I read a book, you talk about reading, Michael, uh, the richest, no, no, not the richest man next door, uh, millionaire next door. Mm. That book where this, this researcher went and basically studied true millionaires. And he basically said millionaires are individuals that live below their means. Yeah, they could live, you know, a more lavish lifestyle, but they choose to live below their means. And man, that just freed me. That freed me because I had, uh, inner circle friends from college that, you know, they would always be judging each other and myself by what clothes we were wearing, you know, things of that nature. And, you know, I knew it didn't matter. But again, your, your, your circle of influence can really um, impact you, right, as far as your own self-worth. And so I think with what we're saying is, you know, the beliefs, it's great to look at, okay, how did you get your beliefs? Because here's the thing, if you're not living your ideal life right now, as far as money and, and abundance and, 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 you know, flowing, it's, there's a correlation between your thoughts of the past to where you are now. And really what we want to talk about when we talk about take ownership and beliefs, this is, you know, part two of this three-part series is saying to yourself, okay, I can't really change the past. It's happened. It's gone. It's history. And really the future, it's out there. It's a mystery. So all I have is this moment right here and now. And that's why they call it present because it's a gift. And so what we're challenging you to do before you go to bed this evening is just write down, what are your ideal beliefs about money? Take ownership. What are your ideal beliefs about you and having an abundance of money, right? I mean, write it down. For some people, that's going to be hard to do because some of us really think money is scarce based on our past. And what I'm challenging you to do, and I'm going to do this too. I promise you, I will do this today. I'm going to write down my beliefs about money. 
and I'm going to write down my identity. Who am I? And I'm going to write this down. Man, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so pumped up, y'all. And I'm going to review it. I'm going to review it. I'm going to review it every day. And, you know, I think last, um, yeah, last episode, I talked about I am statements, you know? And so, again, I'm just going to anchor this in, right? And, you know, one of the things Michael and I are both saying, you know, both, both share some books that have really blessed us, um, you know, different uh, thought leaders, right? And so what we're really saying is condition. You got to condition your mind. You've got to say, okay, what's my routine? What's my rituals? you know, that I'm going to do. For me, you know, I journal. I love journaling. Y'all know that. I love it. And because it just allows me to get centered. But now I'm going to also, I used to uh, meditate and I used to visualize and I've gotten a little bit away from that. So again, this week I'm rededicating myself to taking ownership because again, I can't give what I don't have. Right. And so the thing is, is that for me to be the greatest father the greatest friend, the greatest family man, the greatest leader. I've got to take ownership and I've got to maximize my time so that I'm doing what I need to do to be my optimal best. And that means taking ownership of making sure I do those things on a, on a regular basis, not just one time, but on a regular daily basis that allows me to be at an optimal level in my belief, in my thoughts. So that's what I'm really excited about, Michael. And, and I think, you know, you know it, as we always talk about, you know, Breakthrough Millionaire is really taking ownership, you know? It, there's going to be things around us. You heard Michael's personal story. I mean, you heard him 3 a.m. in the morning, waking up, couldn't go to sleep, sweating, you know, thinking about his friend, you know, who he had to lock out, uh, you know, and once he, the friend got laid off. And, and that being a very... Hmm. epic moment in his life where he said, hey, to a couple of his buddies, like, look, I think we should resign. Let's start our own company. That took a lot of guts. But isn't it true? It's when you step outside your comfort zone, that's when the miracles happen. And that's all we're saying. You know, you know, again, I was very transparent with you as well. You know, like, wow, I mean, I've got you know, engagements that are gone. Okay, but I still have bills, you know, I can't like make those evaporate, right? I got a mortgage, right? You know, I got, you know, kids that have to eat, you know, well, maybe they don't really. Well, no, okay, okay, they gotta <laughs> eat, they gotta eat, they gotta eat. But my point is that, yeah, you know, life keeps on moving, you know, the bills are keep on coming. So I have to look and say, okay, boom, let's use this moment in time for redefining, redefining some things. And that's really what the power of this is all about. And so, Michael, as far as, you know, this has been phenomenal. I mean, episode number two, you know, taking ownership. What do you have as far as when you have those thoughts of self-doubt, when you have those thoughts of anxiety or fear, what, what are your steps? What do you do to break out of it. I mean, can you share a little bit? Because I know right now our viewers, they're, they're really, they're holding on to what we're sharing and, 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 and they want to have some action items, things that they can apply. So what do you do to take ownership of your beliefs, your thoughts, when doubt tries to get in or insecurity tries to get in or anxiety or fear? How do you break through? Absolutely, Marlon. Yeah, you know, I think when I get into that space where the uncertainty and the fear really starts to creep in, yes. um, 
one thing that, again, that I've learned in personal growth and development is that really being able to shift your focus mm. is, is the key to removing yourself from those thoughts. And so there's a couple of different strategies that you can actually do to get yourself out of that. And one of them that's very simple, the fastest way to do it is to shift your physiology. Yes. You, you feel fearful, you feel in doubt, go out for a run, start jumping around, start doing some jumping jacks. You will literally change your biochemical structures in your body and, and it'll shift you. And you literally will move that focus away from the fear. Secondly, is the thoughts in your head, right? You can choose to refocus on something else because you can't focus on two things at once. Right. If you know consciously, sometimes you don't know consciously, but if you did know consciously that fear and anxiety are creeping in, you can choose to focus on something different. Let me tell you, like right now, like I'm inspired by listening to Marlon and he's, he's literally in this, right? He's sharing with you guys, I'm in this right now. You know, I don't know where the income's coming from, but he's like, I don't care because I have the belief that I'm going to move forward, that this is still going to be the best year. And I actually believe him. I'm like, dude, totally. This is going to be Marlon's year. And the reason why Marlon is because like Marlon has taken it upon himself to take action, even in the times when he didn't know why he was taking action. Let me give you a great example. We're doing Breakthrough Millionaire. This is based on technology. This is a platform for us to reach more people. And Marlon, as a professional speaker, has gone all the way around the world, everywhere, talking to different people. Wouldn't it be amazing five years from now when he's telling us the story about 2020, when the whole world got flipped upside down and he couldn't go to the speaking engagements anymore because there was this fear of this COVID-19. And lo and behold, he had started a podcast at the same time, started figuring out technology. And five years from now, he has this amazing technology platform where he's actually affecting more people right. than he was before when he was already affecting tens, hundreds of thousands of people. Now he's affecting millions of people. And maybe it was that one single instance that really unraveled things a little bit, jarred him a little bit, but That's he right. had the faith to push through. And he's taking it to that next level because he had the faith, he had the belief that this is going to be his best year ever. And right. it was, I mean, how incredible is that? I, I see Marlon's like enthusiasm. And so that's another way that you can latch out of fear is by piggybacking on someone else's enthusiasm. And so every time we have these discussions, I mean, I get all pumped up because Marlon's getting all pumped up. And so right. <laughs> we right. get each so other pumped up around us. <laughs> right. So we right. love right. it. We love it. And I hope, and I hope you can hear through our excitement that we want you guys to feel the same thing too. And we you know, really acknowledge you and appreciate you for listening to this because it tells us that you're not willing to settle for just whatever is coming at you in daily life. You're going out there listening to something different, changing your perspective, willing to change your beliefs, and that is going to impact your life, your results, your relationships with people, yourself, with God, with your entire environment around you. And so we are super excited. Um, Marlon, you've brought the wisdom. I mean, this is an incredible topic today. Belief, take ownership. Yes. Today is your day to take that ownership. Today is your day to really hone, hone in, acknowledge your beliefs, see which ones are serving you, latch onto the ones that are empowering you, and allow that to 
unravel the rest of your destiny in the way that God has intended it for you. Right. Don't live in fear, mm. live in faith. And man, 2020 is going to be your best yet year ever. Mark our words. We're telling you right now. Yes. Yeah. So thank you, Michael, yeah, I love your enthusiasm, brother. And thank you, you know, just for uh, reminding us all of the truth, myself included. And, you know, and that's what our, our intention was during this particular episode. You know, as we said, this is a part of a three-part series, Belief. You know, series one was the truth. And we talked about that during last episode. And then right now we're talking about taking ownership. On our next episode, we'll be talking about claim responsibility. Okay. And that's going to be really a phenomenal episode. So I want you to really share with your family and your friends. They need to tune in. Because here's the thing, we, you, you've already heard Michael talk about mastermind. You heard me talk about you know, the influence of my inner circle. Who you surround yourself with, who you choose to have in your life and have them in your ear, I promise you that is so critical. Because as they say, birds of a, of a feather flock together. And for, if you want better, you gotta do better. You gotta believe better, right? And so. The thing is, is that it's so important for you and your inner circle, be it your family, be it your friends, that you are all growing together. Yeah, and so that's why we encourage you to share this podcast, Breakthrough Millionaire, with your family and friends so that we can all elevate, so you can all go to the next level. And so again, thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Uh, please feel free to post us a note, you know, uh, join the Facebook group page, Breakthrough Millionaire. Uh, you know, and, and, and again, remember, what happens on the outside is not as important as what happens on the inside. And so I am Marlon Smith with my co-host, Michael Kwan, saying live with purpose because there is greatness within you. Believe it, see it, feel it, and know it because it is the truth. Have a great day.